y'all. It's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. On this episode, we are going to begin a new series, and this series will be real talk about one's spiritual condition. There are four conditions we will discuss. The condition of being dead, being lost, being alive, and being found. Several scriptures we will talk about today to bring out this truth. As we go through the series, I want to focus on the conditions of lost and found. Today, we will look at the conditions of dead and alive. These two are pretty cut and dry, so we can cover them in one episode. The other two will take us several weeks to look at all the nuances of each. So let's dive right into the scriptures. Let's briefly look at Luke 15. I'm going to skip around to several verses to address the spiritual conditions of lost and found just as an introduction. I'm going to read Luke 15, 6, 9, and 24. Then he calls his friends together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. Verse 9, And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. And verse 24. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. While getting from one place to another, when we were going on trips, when I was a child as a family, there was no such thing as GPS back in the 80s, right? There was no navigation systems on our phones or built into our cars. My dad had a map and his own good sense. And when those two things failed him, then we would consider ourselves lost. And I don't remember him making it a regular point to stop and ask for directions. So what did he do? Kind of drove around a little bit, stopped, looked at the map, tried to figure it out. We couldn't pinch pinch the map and zoom in to see where we were with his fingers. But while getting from one place to another, my daddy may have been lost, may have had us all lost, actually, but we were not dead, thank goodness. When we got, quote, found or figured out where we were, there was rejoicing. This parable of Jesus in Luke 15 highlights these two conditions. Lost, meaning the state of unknown location, perhaps accompanied with the feeling of utter despair for your future, and found meaning the state of being discovered by one who can change your situation, perhaps accompanied with the feeling of complete elation. We will speak more of these two in the weeks to come. Let's look at the other two conditions I mentioned earlier, dead and alive. In Luke 15, verse 24, when it's referring to the prodigal son and the faithful father, he said, The son of mine was dead and is alive. So let's look at these two. We're going to start in Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 10. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, 
we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Out of the gate, the writer here, which is Paul, states, you were dead. He's not beating around the bush on that one. This word dead, to state the obvious, means lifeless. Does this just mean a person void of a heartbeat and all organ function is non-existent? No. Remember, we are speaking about spiritual conditions, so this means spiritual lifelessness. In other words, lacking the ability to respond to impulses or perform functions inoperative to the things of God. So what makes us dead? Look on in verse 1. It says, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Verse 2 goes on to say that this dead state shows itself in following the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, which is Satan. Verse 3 continues to describe being dead as gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. This is what makes someone dead, being controlled by the sinful nature. To learn more about the sinful nature, check out Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. So what is this life, spiritually speaking? John 1, 4 tells us that in him, Jesus, was life, and that life was the light of men. Verse 4, back in Ephesians 2, tells us that a person can be made alive with Christ. Spiritual life is found in Jesus, and with Jesus, and Him alone. Life in Jesus comes with so many wonderful things. Verses 4 through 10 tells us the benefit of being alive in Christ. It includes love, grace, salvation, position with Christ in heaven, incomparable riches, God's kindness, identity, good works to serve Christ, plans, and purposes. Which one sounds like a better spiritual condition? Dead in sins or alive in Christ? While you ponder that, let's pray. Dear God, we were all once dead. Your word tells us that. I thank you that you made a way for us to be raised to life again through Jesus Christ. May I, may my friend who has been made alive, who is walking in a relationship with your son, God, may we never get over the fact that without Christ, we are just dead people walking. 
spiritually lifeless, zombie-like almost, to the things of God. God, I pray that if there's someone listening right now who this dead spiritual condition would be what best describes them, that they would make a decision to ask you to make them alive in Christ and to follow Him. God, help us to respond to your scriptures in a way that honors you. And we thank you for Jesus, and we pray in his name. Amen. We have control over what condition we want to make a home in. We can remain dead. We can come alive. We can stay lost, or we can be found. The choice is really up to each of us. Perhaps today, after hearing all of this, your spiritual state would be best described as dead. You can change that, and you can be brought to life. I want you to check out the invitation that is given at the end of this episode and respond. God may be calling you to wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 5:14. Jesus also offers the invitation in John 5:24 through 25, where he says, "I tell you the truth, Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me, that's God, has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. I tell you the truth, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who will live. Will today be the day you live? What about us who have been made alive in Christ already? How do we respond? I think Paul in his letter to the Roman church has a great response. Romans 6, 13 says, Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. So how will you respond to God today? The invitation is always on the table. All right, y'all, join me next week as we continue in this series with breaking down the spiritual condition of being lost. I hope that you will tune back in then. Have a great week. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by our time together. Friend, I want you to know that Jesus is so important to me, and I want to share with you that you can have a relationship with Jesus just like I have a relationship with Jesus. There are three easy steps to finding that relationship. Number one, admit that you are a sinner. Number two, believe on Jesus as the only one who can save you because He lived a perfect life. He died on a cross. He was buried in a tomb. And then three days later, he arose from the dead, victorious over sin and death. Believe that he did that for you. And then the third thing to do is to confess. Confess that Jesus Christ is your Savior. It's as easy as that. I want to encourage you, if you have not made that decision, to follow Christ and go into a relationship with Him, 
Will you do that today? Will you ask Jesus to come in and be a part of your life, to be the Lord and Savior of your life, to be in charge? If you have made that decision today, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com so that I can be encouraging you, praying for you, and sending you some resources to help in your new walk with Christ. Check out more Encouraging Gospel Center podcasts on the Kingdom Rock Podcast Network at kingdomrock.org. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.